2: What's up, everybody? I'm Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast.
3: Hey, y'all, and I'm JJ Crable.
0: And I'm Kat.
3: And today we've got our uh, special guest, Kyle. Yeah, I'm a ghost hunter. (laughs) Are you really a ghost
4: hunter, Kyle? I get paid weekly for how many ghosts I can. No, I'm just a normal guy.
3: I was going to say, I've known you for a while, Kyle. I never knew you were a ghost hunter. There's a certain percentage of our audience that just went,
0: fuck yeah! Finally!
3: I'll hire this guy to hunt ghosts!
0: (laughs) I'm also a ghost hunter. (laughs) If you would
3: like Kyle and Catherine to hunt ghosts in your house, please email real Hauntings podcast at gmail.com and we can hook you up. So yeah.
0: early with that bit, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> and
3: if you get <laughs> the bit out
4: early today. <laughs> yeah. And also if you could like attach an image of the ghost that way we know what we're going up against before we get there. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Actually, if you could just go ahead and catch the ghost. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Just have it. But we'll take it to the we'll take it to the curb for you. Yeah. Do you and put cur- that in the
0: recycling I or mean, the I use a curb stomp.
3: So y'all are more like ghost middlemen than ghost
2: hunters, okay? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I'm still a disciple of Scooby-Doo. I just assume there's like an old creepy guy that gets his mask pulled off at the end of the episode. It's like, oh, it was Mr. McGillicuddy the whole time. Well,
0: as McGillicuddy. as
3: skeptics, um, I, I feel like we would be more inclined to believe it's actually like- being someone with a mask on it.
0: Speaking of skeptics, Kyle, yeah. do you want to tell us where you are on this ghost spectrum? Well, first yeah. tell us who you are and what the <laughs> fuck you're doing here. But after that, uh, let us know zero to 10. Zero, like you don't believe in ghosts at all. 10, you definitely believe in ghosts. Okay, but Where? first I
4: have to tell you who I am Yeah, and the fuck I'm doing here. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I'm Kyle and I am uh, I'm discussing in what my opinion is spiritual warfare. So um, I, th- I think that every single day there is a war being waged against angels and demons. And that's, that's actually a belief of mine, but I I like, so when I tune in and I hear y'all's, y'all's guests talk about like, like ghosts or, or um, deep, like uh, dark forces, like to me, like a dark force or something that inhibits you from um, like happiness or joy um, is like, is, is, Demonic or darkness um, and and things that are fighting that force or that entity, in my opinion, are um,
3: like like angels. So is this um, belief like connected to like a religious belief for you?
4: Yeah. um, And lately it's been challenging for me to like to identify as a Christian because Mm -hmm. I don't like what's happening. Um, and I, I don't like the label of, of Christianity, but like, I, I, I am one. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's a branding
3: problem for
4: sure. (laughs) Yeah, We've got to go through a serious Uh (laughs) rebrand. Um, but yeah, like I, I believe in, I believe in, in Jesus and God and like, like Satan. Um, so I, I think, uh, and like later on when I, when I, I guess get into like stories, like I think, um, like Those forces are like fighting over human souls, all the time.
2: High stakes already. I like
3: this. (laughs) So, so if you disagree with me, (laughs) I will send you to hell. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, <laughs> no worries. I'm already well on my way. Uh, <laughs> we'll be doing our podcast
2: from there. <laughs> right. um,
3: that
0: would be cool. Yeah, it'd
3: be really hot. That'd be, I I think I'd still be a little skeptical. <laughs> I'd be like, well, but really.
0: The microphones are like melting. <laughs> our faces are too.
3: But so I, I assume that, and I know, I mean, Christianity is like a very broad spectrum. As you said, there's a lot of stuff Uh, like the more prevalent uh, things or like the louder voices in Christianity that you disagree with. And I I know a lot of people who identify as Christian, but, uh, you know, don't necessarily believe in like a devil or believe in angels and demons. But so you I'm assuming you also believe then that like Satan is a, a very real entity and is like commanding these kind of dark forces
4: See, that's where I get confused because okay. like, it's to me, like the second a person starts to say with utter certainty that there is a Lucifer or there is a Satan and there is like legions of demons with like, you know, three horns and fire tails that are, you know, like literally like, like sword battling with angels. Like so metal. If someone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the album cover yeah. of the faith. Um, the second I hear someone say that with certainty, I'm like, well how do you know that there's no proof? Um, like Mm -hmm. something to me that's important about any, like, like walk in life is to maintain a level of mystery. Um, so like for me to say, like, I like, Oh yeah. Like there is a hell. There is. And like, if you don't do this, you know, you're going to be living in it someday, Sonny.
0: Wait, I like that your voice got super <laughs> yes, southern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, By wait, the right way, I'm on top of a horse right now. I'm on
4: top of a flaming fire horse right now <laughs> when I say that. Um, but like, uh, for me, like, I, I feel like, uh, like, just... So like I I believe in in some of the Bible mm-hmm. like I think some of it is metaphorical. Right. I don't take everything um, as t- complete and utter truth, but like a lot of the Bible talks about like f- like good and evil and like God and Satan and it's just like I I think that there are there's like f- like uh, like powers on both sides. Kind of are... like the force. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So Yoda would be God. Sure. And Darth Vader uh, is Satan.
3: Hmm. Well, I w- <laughs> I would counter that the force is more based off of Taoism <laughs> than Christianity. Okay, you can nerd. <clears throat> <laughs> you could look into. But
0: that. you did say once that like the community of Jedi's was like metaphorical to, uh, re- uh, uh, to uh, organized, organized religion. religion yeah, and the,
3: that- the prequel trilogy, it's much more about organized religion. And that now
0: in the storyline, it's more like they're all trying to find their individual faith within them within themselves. I was really yeah, hoping you were gonna say.
2: Organized crime. I was that, like, I am in for this story. <laughs> that would, that would
3: uh, be the HUDs. <laughs> okay. The organized crime. Cool. And so, so you mentioned, you know, there's like having some skepticism on mm-hmm. some of the like literal interpretations of hell and Satan. Cause you know, you don't see evidence in that. So I assume then you see some evidence. So in, you know, this kind of spiritual warfare that you're talking about.
4: Yeah. And, and like, so like I've heard an interpretation before that like, it's like maybe, and this kind of relates to like, I'm exploring Buddhism a lot. I'm exploring like, um like this idea of like the, the afterlife or heaven being like something that's internal or like within. Uh Hmm. Um, So like, it's very possible that like, when Jesus referenced hell or this terrifying place, it was meant to be poetic in that Mm. like, you know, a life outside of like this grand communion with a loving God could be like hell, could be like burning forever. So it's more
3: about like a state of being,
4: right? Potentially, I like I, I don't know. That's like and that's where I'm just like I'm uncertain. But like the one thing I do know is that like I'm always like I always try and like look for um, look for truth or look for um, like like ways that like I can become a better person, a more fulfilled person um, and like anything outside of like loving people and um, like for me, like trying to understand like like Jesus's message. Um, like, why do I need to go there? Like, why do I have to be certain about what, if hell is a place or if it's a feeling, I don't right.
3: need to. Yeah. It's not like it's really even mentioned in the Bible that often about hell. I mean, I think it's, you know, there's a lot more references about how you should be living, you know, your physical daily lives than there is about the afterlife.
4: Yeah. How to treat your brother or your sister or how to treat your neighbor, or like, how not to like be searching for extrinsic things when you've already got happiness inside of you. Yeah, is more prevalent than. What's
2: that feel like? I don't know.
0: <laughs> so
4: oh, with- for, for the for the listeners, <laughs> Noah's, Noah's eyes are reading six, six, six.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll hear, we'll hear. <laughs> So with all this, um, you've had some like specific um, experiences. Would you say? Yeah. Um,
4: so I have, I have t- like two, two experiences. Um, I'll talk about, I think one is more apropos to like the, like this conversation. The other one's just kind of like weird. Um, I'll start with the weird one just cause I think it's more entertaining. Yeah. Um, so when, like uh, when I say like in your life, I feel like you're constantly fighting like between like good and bad, good and bad. And I feel like there are forces pulling you on, on both, both sides. But, um, When I was when I was a a senior in high school, going into my freshman year, that was a time of like total desolation and debauchery. Like that's when I abused myself the most. Mm -hmm. Um, Did a shit ton of drugs, um, drank so often. Like truly, yeah, yeah. High school, college. Um, Where are you from again? uh, Pennsylvania yeah oh, that makes sense um this was right after i left my my
3: amish my amish village yeah actually i not to go off on a tangent here but i went to a college in an area where there were a lot of not amish but like old order Mennonite that like still rode around in horse and buggies yeah And like, I'd be up, you know, doing an all night or writing in a paper and like, it would be 3 AM and I'd hear like clip clop, clip clop, clip clop. And there would be a horse and buggy going by. Like every time I had to like, be up really late to work on something. And I'm sure it was just like, these old order Mennonite youth just like sneaking out and doing like worldly things. Seems like the (laughs) hardest way to sneak out. Wait,
1: on a horse? (laughs) Run in the horse, Jeremiah! Horse
3: and buggy. Yeah, it was weird. I I just I just love that
4: part of the plan in sneaking out is mounting a horse (laughs) that makes noise.
3: Or like, well, no, it was not just the horse. Like it was like like the horse was like attached to the buggy and everything. Well, I think we pictured a buggy. I I don't know. If we have any old order Mennonites listening to this podcast, can you please email us at realhauntingspodcast at gmail.com and just explain what was going on there.
0: That's two for that bit. Yeah, there
3: we go. Uh, so you were talking about your senior year of high school, a lot of debauchery going on. You did not grow up Amish, but even so you still had a lot of debauchery because we all know about those Amish. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember like uh, at the end
4: of my freshman year, like, ar- like arguably like the most um, like the most lost I've been like out of touch with like who I am as a person and like really just unhappy sadness Um Like at the end of the year, I made like a decision on my mom's birthday uh, of my, I'm sorry, of my sophomore year, um, on my mom's birthday, I promised her that I would get my act together. That was, I was like, what do you want for your birthday this year? And she's like, I just want you to stop abusing yourself because she she knew what I was Mm -hmm. doing. I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We'll see about that, Ma. (laughs) Sure, Mom. (laughs) If I say yes, will you leave me alone? (laughs) Um, And uh, one night... After I made that commitment, I had this really weird, I get night terrors, Uh like terrible, vivid night terrors. And for people who don't know what a, a night terror is, it's when you experience a nightmare and when you wake up, the nightmare is still happening. Yeah, are so you can,
0: paralyzed? Is this the same thing as like paradoxical um, sleep? Or?
4: Sometimes, but it's different from sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. Like this is like a conscious dream. Like I'll wake up and like the very same nightmare I was having. Like hallucin- like hallucinations happening. Um, like is very like very much in in front of me, and it usually lasts for about like forty five seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, wow! And I had one of these where I I woke up and I looked over in my in the corner of my room and there was this man uh dressed in a full red suit smoking Mm -hmm. a cigarette and like he was kind of like facing away from me and like the shadow was cast on his on his face and i couldn't really see who he was and um he would just say things like oh you're up like like welcome like this is you know this is your new reality like or like i like i i control you like just really weird things and i the next day called my mom and I was like, mom, I had this really scary dream last night. she goes, was it the man in the red suit again? (gasps) And I was like, well, how did you know? How did you know about the man in the red suit? And she was like, Kyle, I've known about the man in the red suit since the first day of your freshman year of college. Kyle, it's your father. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell that motherfucker to pay alimony. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and then I asked her. I was like, "Well, what do you like? What do you mean? How? How? Like, tell me, tell me about this dude." And um, she told me that every night of my freshman year, I would call her in my like in my sleep at like like two three a.m. and I would just call her and be like, "Mom, the
2: man in the red suit's back." The man in the red suit. Your poor mother.
4: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she's already oh my like gosh. she's already like a like a, an insomniac. Like she cannot sleep at night. Oh, so no. like she finally doses off. And then here comes Kyle wailing about the man in the red suit again. And oh you don't God. remember
0: calling her in college? I
4: don't remember calling her ever.
3: So she, you sleep dialed her.
4: Um yeah I I guess so. Yeah, because yeah. cause a night terror, like you kind of remember things. Like I'll have mm. like I had a night a night terror once where I woke up. And the the monster that was chasing me in my dream had like a big mouth. And I used to sleep next to my open laptop computer because I—it was the only way I could listen to music. I, I didn't have like any I'm audio not, playing. <laughs> <no
0: way. laughs> that was
4: so scary to Catherine. I no Well, because I pictured laptop. like the
0: laptop is the mouth of, uh, oh, that's what happened. Happened. of
4: the thing. So the so I wake up and the the mouth is there and I see this gaping computer <laughs> at me and I stand up and I take the computer and I throw it against oh my, my wall, destroy MacBook Pro. Oh, it was no. a Pro, wasn't in there. <laughs> Wait, it?
0: There. Wait, because (laughs) college i still had a flip phone so i could just hit like i could uh did you have a flip phone in college
4: i didn't have a a a smartphone until my my senior year college okay because i I
0: was saying i could program people to be number one two three and just hit call so i'm sure your mom you could have just dialed the number one and hit Send. Wait, are you saying there was a more efficient way of me calling my mom every night? Well, no, I was I just wondering, because in your sleep, it would be easier to hit the number one, but maybe you just dialed yeah. her number. I liked I a
2: picture you just text her and I was like, up,
3: question mark.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so,
0: and Noah, so what did your mom think
3: of the red suit man? Did she think it was just a dream or did she think there was something more significant about it? She, so, when she
4: heard this my sophomore year to her, that raises red flags because the man like disappears on January 28th. Like when I tell her I'm I'm done abusing my body and I'm done like like, you know, taking drugs and all that stuff. And then months later, she gets the same call that's happening during this this time of debauchery to her. She's like, OK, he's doing bad things again. And, um, w- which was interesting cause I don't, I don't, I don't remember doing anything. Like I, I went, I went three years without like, uh, smoking weed. Like I didn't even smoke weed for, for my mom's birthday, most expensive birthday present I've ever bought. <laughs> um, but like, to like, I don't know, to me, like the fact that that guy is showing up every night during this time, is just like, that's like, uh. Like an like an embodiment of of evil of because it's scary you know yeah it's...
0: Can, okay so backtrack to high school what kind of drugs were we doing you don't have to list these things didn't we talk about that um,
4: no I'm fine with it I can I can talk about my sort of the history. only reason
0: I bring it up is because depending on what it was and like what neurotransmitters are being released at what times and whatever's triggering in college because it was just freshman year where this was happening and your mom was getting the phone calls. Maybe it's triggering something that your brain was used to from, I mean, whatever you're doing in high school.
4: Yeah. So like, th- no, totally. And that's why like, that's why like, to me, this story isn't like, oh, it's a ghost. Like it's, there's a very logical reason. No, like your it's brain it's terrifying
0: to wake up and still be in those kinds of dreams. Yes. And scary, nightmares. scary as hell. I cannot even imagine. I mean, I can kind of imagine, but not to that extent
4: yeah scary scary as as fuck but like not like if we're like if this you know this is a skeptics podcast like let's try Mm -hmm. and debunk these like this is a logical like oh you do a shit ton of ecstasy and you do a lot of acid and you experiment with 2ci which is like a like an experimental like hallucinogenic drug i mean they're
0: literally things (laughs) (laughs) you went for
2: 2ci Yeah, yeah but
0: they're literally things that like double the amount of like a neurotransmitter or something that's yeah. being produced which can create hallucinations exactly or it's just it, the devil. i mean that's the point that's like why we the do drugs. yeah
4: so and that's what i mean like so like maybe like there's like an association with like bad doing bad things like or or be, like maybe being in a period of being alone and being lost and like you know that's kind of like to me maybe the 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 darker forces be you know gaining victory over you and your mind, yeah, th- but I mean, also
0: I've never heard of someone like waking up to a mm. pleasant dream with like a bunny rabbit in the room for 45 seconds you
3: know that would be be so fun unless it was like the Donnie Darko bunny rabbit Yeah,
2: Yeah. that would still be night terror I do think that though like our conscious comes in play a lot in dreams like I'm a very Mm -hmm. vivid dreamer and like if something's weighing on me really heavy I will dream about that thing that person that event Mm oh not like over and over again but it will infect my dream to the point where I'm like all right, I gotta deal with this in real life or I'm gonna keep dealing with this
3: so maybe red suit guy is like some kind of manifestation of like your guilt about doing something. Well, especially
2: if you were I mean, it's obvious that you cared about what your mother thought about you during yeah. that time period. So, it know. could have been guilt, you know. Yeah.
0: When's the last time you saw him? Saw red suit guy? Um
4: so that's the interesting thing. I I've ne- like I this is all what my mom tells me. Like I never remember red suit guy. Mm. She just te- like So even oh, the last no. time you don't remember that one? Um, oh, no, that's right. I did tell. Uh, so that must have been the only time where it happened, because the the only time I remember is when I told her the sophomore year, all of the times prior my freshman year, never like even thought to bring it up. And then she's like, oh, you're, you're talking about the red suit guy.
3: Yeah. But so. When okay, freshman year, that was when you were calling. Jade is
0: writing out a timeline on a whiteboard right now.
3: (laughs) Freshman year, that was when you were calling your mom, but you don't remember. Don't remember that. But do you remember seeing red suit guy Mm -hmm. during that time period? Not during the freshman year, just the sophomore year.
4: Oh, that's where I called. So
3: strange to then have your mom tell you that you've been having those dreams. Yeah, before. And I called her about them. Yeah, like almost
4: every night. And I'm like, that's an exaggeration, mom. Like, there's no way. She's like, you. It was like a like a weekly thing. Like, almost every single night, you were calling me, like at the same like same
3: time, talking about red soup. Oh, and she Goodness. would never
0: ask you about it the next day.
3: No. So what happened after you had this conversation with your mom your sophomore year when you were not asleep and talking to her on the phone?
4: So that's what's interesting. Like the fact that he resurfaced, uh-huh. like without having any experiencing any guilt. Like, like three years, like, like sophomore, junior, senior year, like didn't do anything. Like I, I abided by the contract. So that's why it's like strange that he Mm -hmm. resurfaced. So maybe it is like a, like a, another area of life where you're feeling guilty or something. So this is, again, this is like, uh, this is like, okay, we, there could be logical explanations for this. Maybe you're just like, you know, your brain is, is fucking with you. It doesn't really play to like spiritual stuff Super or great. natural what does in my opinion it, like for for christians the the most important day is like baptism like that marks uh that's a huge sign like you know that symbolizes that's the day that you
3: you yeah. go under and you cleanse yourself and, and you know you're cleansed by by the love of god if you're an Anabaptist and made the decision... Sorry, I'm getting really nerdy into Anabaptism history. <laughs> the fuck history. is an Anabaptist? An Anabaptist? It's a, it's a, is that a it's salad? It no, it's, 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 it's German, and uh, the term Anna uh, means new. So, like, Mennonites were some of the first Anabaptists. So, before the Anabaptist movement, all uh, Christians were baptized the moment they were born. Mm -hmm. Yes. But then the Anabaptist movement was like, well, actually in the Bible, I used to be very religious. So I know a lot of this. Sure. Um, And I have a very Mennonite last name. Uh, But (laughs) anyway, so after the Anabaptist movement, they were like, well, in the Bible, Jesus was baptized as an adult. We think people should make the decision as adults to be baptized. But anyways.
4: No, I, I agree with you. Like, and that's how it, that's how it happened for me too like like as a baby like the baby's not making any decision like let's make a decision when you want to consciously do that right, on your yeah. own
3: but you know Catholics and probably like a lot of orthodox religions where they do baptize people as infants then have once they're older, like a confirmation ceremony, which mm-hmm. kind of yeah, they make you take serves it like the and... the same purpose. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I
0: was raised Methodist and I was baptized and had a confirmation. So thanks for calling out the Methodist and that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was Presbyterian and had. All we those. can
0: see your uh, medals. Way to go! I only wear them you know, once a week.
4: The Methodist medal. You've been polishing it the whole time. Yeah, um, but like I chose to do that on my like when I was I think I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, like chose to do it on my own, and like that kind of like marks like that's a day of of supreme importance. Yeah, um, and I did that, and um, that day like I I did it at a at a at a concert called Creation. Uh, it's like a big like Christian concert. Oh like yeah, all the Christian bands are there. I didn't like it at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's an example of like too much. There's just too much. God
3: in one place. Too much group mind.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's like people running around like, you know, praying, like putting their hands on my shoulders and praying for me. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. like I, I still deserve personal respect in space, <laughs> yeah. like don't. Uh, but like non- nonetheless, like that was a, like a day of importance. Like um, I got baptized and I remember that night I was trying to go to bed and I started getting really anxious, and like just like felt like this weird. I was sleeping in the back of my dad's Toyota. Like I put all the the um all the seats down. And I would like like pop the trunk, and I was just laying flat, and like like felt a presence. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy shit! I'm not by myself right now. Like I like someone just like got in the back of this truck with me." And like I I I didn't just feel it. I like looked at it. And I was like, okay, it's right there. There's something right there. I can't see it, but like I feel it. And then I started like, my heart rate went up and I started freaking out. I was like, what the, f-? like, I can't shake this feeling that there's something sitting right there. And then out of nowhere, I felt a weight, like literally fall on my chest. I was laying supine and I felt a weight jump on me. And like, I felt hands, like an, an enormous weight like a like a toddler's weight jump on top of me and push down on my chest and neck like lower neck top chest and it feels like hands Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there like 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 trying to grab like gasp for air and like the the weight is is persisting and um I'm like, But you can't
0: feel anything. Like, did you put your hands up to your chest or anything? Y-
4: yeah. Like, I can't feel anything. Like, there's nothing obstructing me. Like, my hands are there. Like, there's nothing, like, physically on top of me. I just, it just feels like something's there. Um, and I'm like, is it? Like, is this a demon? Like, I've heard stories before. Like, my my aunt and uncle are missionaries and they do missions work in like downtrodden like third world countries and like i've heard really scary demon stories that yeah, seem similar like and I'm
0: possession like, yeah. all yeah or
4: like passion. waking up with like finger like finger uh like bruises oh, like wow. with fingers around their neck like wow. in arkansas is what? that? Is that, does that happen? <laughs> what?
1: This
4: <laughs> is a third
2: world country.
1: Oh, especially. okay. Oh my I thought God. you were
4: referencing like a story, but I'm like, I think this is a demon. And then I, um, I remember there's a verse that I love that my mom used to hang in my bathroom a Bible verse and it's like, it was like at the time it was the only Bible verse that I knew by heart because I would look at it every single time I took a dump. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to recite the verse when I would get really bad constipation.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and help? by the grace of God, it helped. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, I've, and, I've been drinking coffee, but maybe I should try that. <laughs> no, <laughs> so. no, you need the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> <in your house. laughs> the, the, the Lord moves seriously <laughs> yeah.
4: Get it? Oh, oh, God. God. And so I said the verse and the weight went away immediately. Like I, I, I said out loud, I was like, give thanks to the Lord for his good. His love prevails forever.
0: We have had people on the podcast talk about demons before. And specifically Devin's episode, yeah. his one, two, three, four, third or fourth episode that he's been on. Uh, he says like a mantra anytime he feels like a dark presence. And like, a, and, and the mediums that we've had come on say something to like guard us in our white light or whatever to make sure... I don't know. It just sounded very positive that verse. Like
4: I, I'm like right now talking about it. Like I feel like it gives entrance to those very same things. And like when I say like I like uh, like, and like again, this could like from a skeptic standpoint. Like okay, his adrenaline's pumping, but like it feels like there's like something like two things like trying to like fight right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Over like over my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when I say like I think these spirits may, like are fighting over you at every single juncture in your life. I think it manifests itself in so many different ways. Like in maybe in like um, in, in more impoverished countries, it's like literal demon manifestation in human beings. In in a, in a country like ours, it's like, okay, maybe it manifests itself in like really disgusting pornography where like, it's literally taking hold of, of men's lives and it's ruining marriages. Like, like to me, that's a very, like that's a possible, like like demonic force that's embodying that's embodying like 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 men and women who are promoting these industries um it's just manifests itself differently but like anything that's taking you out of communion or like out of like like taking you away from goodness
2: or i feel like my sense. demons are just really lazy they're just kind of like
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't really care which way you go get them get them
3: get them uh, whatever so you mentioned that you were making eye contact with it when mm-hmm. it was on like the indention of the, the spare tire. So what did it look like? It looked like a spare tire. Like a... <laughs> But you could like, I, I guess you could feel that like that's where the presence was coming from?
4: Yeah, so like, just like I say here, like, for a second like when I was start, I, I felt really scared here for a second it just felt like there was something over here like try, like, like
0: like in this room right now okay. yeah
4: like it felt like oh, something yeah? right here was like trying to like fight against me oh wow or, and like at the same time like it feels like something over here like it just feels like good and evil like
3: it's me and JJ it's probably
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Which- Noah and JJ it's
3: kind of interesting because you gestured to your left of like an evil demonic force, and <laughs> your right General. as like this good thing. So it, it really, it literally does sound like you're talking about having like a an good yeah, angel on your yeah, right yeah. shoulder. Do you get anything from
0: left. me? I'm across the table. I just,
4: I'm, I just love you so much. Aww. I think, I think, yeah, you're. I think you're an angel. I think you're an angel. In wow. Power. It's true. Um, also, to be fair, JJ, you are wearing devil horns,
3: and yeah. and as I always do. They and Noah's got
4: the halo right now yeah um but like again like maintaining mystery like i'm not gonna go and say to people that like hey man like this is the truth there are angels and demons in here right now that's just like uh, maybe it's possible maybe it's not like to say that it's true is to me like it's kind of
2: how many times have you had an experience in life where you thought hey there may be a demon or angel in my presence
4: um the only time I was like actually like holy shit, this might be a demon, um <laughs> was in that car. Okay. Like other times, mm-hmm. like this right here, I'm just like, that's probably just a feeling.
3: So as I mentioned before, I, I used to be very, um you know, very into Christianity mm-hmm. and like that was a really big part of my life. Mom's choice or dad's choice? Um, dad's choice. Mom agnostic. Dad, okay. Uh, kind of w- one of those like, like Christmas and Easter Christians. Oh, okay. So uh, it was primarily I, you. Right. I was like going to youth group every Wednesday, yeah. even though like no one else in my family really went to church unless it was on wow. holiday. Wow. Um, and then, you know, and luckily for me, it was like not one of those, like it was a very like progressive and, and kind of liberal. It wasn't super backwards. No. Um, and, but, um, you know, being being the skeptic that I am, I kind of moved away from it. But I've I've been to those kind of events like, you know, that concert that you're describing where You've there's been to just creation. Like, I have not been to that, <laughs> oh, but I've, been, I've been to like similar things where, you know, there's thousands of people your age who are, you know, worshiping together and there's, there's a band and there's like, you know, all these lights and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's a really big production. Yeah. And I do feel like you really in, in those kind of settings, there is kind of this like palpable energy that's going on, which now I kind of feel like, well, that's just like some kind of like, group psychology thing that's happening mm-hmm. like everyone's getting amped up and you're feeding off of each other's energy yeah. the same way that like you know you and i both well everyone at this table uh does live performances yeah and you can feel that energy when you have a really good audience that's really yeah. vibing with you and that energy feeds you and it's really a palpable thing yeah so i guess like what i'm saying is do you ever think that maybe that kind of that feeling of like this demonic presence do you ever like attribute any of that to just like the the environment that you were yeah or human emotion
4: Mm -hmm. um yeah sure like that that could totally be a thing um like like every whenever i get sad or depressed which is all the fucking time (laughs) it's like i don't just instantly label it well that's the devil trying to break into my soul right like it's like okay like that's that could also just be human emotion like and that's again where it's like the the level of certainty like I just don't know like I have no idea um but like just because I I do believe um certain aspects of the bible like it's like okay may, maybe that could be like an underlying thing mm-hmm. um but it's not like a it's not like a constant for me it's not like you know every second of every day is warfare right so it's just like maybe it's happening like like from uh like, in the universe, but, like, how granular is it like or how specific is it to your life i have no idea i have no idea
2: well so we've heard kyle's story of battling demons and playing with angels um
3: (laughs) (laughs) playing with angels it It was was, like it was four square
2: it was yeah we (laughs) do a lot of outdoor (laughs) activity (laughs) so jj has this has this moved your meter any on the supernatural scale
3: so i would say and i i hate to say it because i i feel like you know, all all religions, there's a lot of uh, wisdom that can be found in uh, those religions. There's, you know, stuff that we all would probably prefer not to be in there. But I think there's a lot of uh, wisdom and truth in the world religions. And I know a lot of very intelligent, uh, thoughtful people who are, you know, uh, skeptical about things they don't take anything at face value who are very devout uh, Christians and followers of other faiths but I would say for me personally I'm maybe more skeptical about religion than I am about ghosts oh uh, so not not to like insult For, anyone, but that's no. just that's just where I am personally.
0: For our next podcast. Yeah. Real religion so stories. Unfortunately,
3: oh, God is telling
4: me that I'm not allowed to leave until you change your mind.
0: <laughs> oh
3: <laughs> shoot. This is gonna be a long JJ,
0: you changed episode. it. Your
2: mind has changed.
0: But so really, this is a whole nother like spectrum of this podcast that I'm excited to get into. Yeah. Because there's so many of my friends and family and like historical just experiences of like demons and angels and mm-hmm. everything like that. So I, thank you, you're our first one. Thank you. Sure. Like
4: it's so um, truthfully like it, like I don't um, I don't get to talk about this a lot with like with friends, like I I talk about it sometimes with with really close friends, but like, I love that you all have this format in a way. It's like, it's opening, it's engaging. And it's not like, it's not like a battle of who's right and who's wrong. Because like, if it were like, I don't know anything. Like, I'm just like trying to like gather truth along the way. Mm -hmm. And like, like most of what I said is like theories and like ideas, but like, in no way, shape or form is this like something that I, the only thing I know is that I want to become a more loving person and uh, I want to just try and have a more fulfilled life and I'm going to yeah. constantly try to do that. I yeah. think that's
0: the coolest part about religion and talking about ghosts is that like to be able to find out more about it, you have to be able to have just an open perspective, open conversation. Exactly. Because the second you get defensive, it's like then human emotions and everything come into it. It's yeah. like you can't yeah. talk about it openly.
3: That's what we're all about. One of my biggest pet peeves as an atheist is when people who are very religious find out I'm an atheist and think I automatically want to have a debate with them right then and there. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I'll ask you questions and like, like, I'm happy to talk about stuff. Knowing that you're introverted. Oh man. That sounds like your personal hill. Not only am I introverted, (laughs) but I also avoid conflicts at all costs. And so the fact that someone wants to like confront me and I'm like, no, man, just chill out. But, well, but I love these kind of conversations yeah they're so fun yeah, yeah that's, I love that's great
2: well Kyle thanks for coming on and uh, Sharon do you have any shows you want to plug uh, going on in the city
4: um, Thursday nights yeah. at 8 o'clock at Pinchin' Out you can come see uh, Jarn and Carl tell bedtime stories and that's in atlanta correct yes pinching out
2: in atlanta pinching out
0: theater Jarn and carl is your improv team name yes cool awesome
2: awesome thank you awesome all right guys well that's another episode of the real hauntings podcast i'm noah daniels i'm jj and i'm cat